0: shout out to our sponsors at icon bet open source decentralized gaming no deposits play straight from your wallet icon bet made by the players for the players IONIcon icon is proudly supported by icon nation and the icon community Woo! Uh, okay we are live here welcome everyone uh, this is a world's first for iron icon with zero viewers no one's watching us here it doesn't matter um uh, so we're gonna do a quick ama i don't with... see
1: the youtube oh there it goes
0: yeah oh there we go no Oh, okay we got Sorry. people we got
1: brian yeah. brian lee a couple of people
0: Good, good. Welcome, all. So, um, oh yeah, that's right. I'm just in the wrong section. So, uh, today we're going to do something different. We're going to uh, AMA with Geo. Talk all about our favorite um, game that is coming on the Ice Blockchain. Uh, I read through the last AMA. Which is about a gas lot- stations. Well, this is the problem, Gio. I was reading through the last AMA and there were so many questions and only one question mentioned gas stations. It's like you completely ignored the main theme of the game, which is gas stations. <laughs> and uh, the only
1: question that asked about gas stations was if he could have a free one.
0: But who, who? Oh, did he? Damn, he stole my idea. Okay, uh, we'll come back to that. But <laughs> So after we go through the AMA, I, I, I believe, Gio, in a private chat you said you have some exclusives for me. So, just let's some, not leave with um, that.
1: Um, I guess updates on technical stuff for the game, I guess. Exclusives,
0: under- I hear you loud and clear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then once that's news, done and big wrapped news. up, exactly, exactly. Um, when moon, there we go. Uh, so once that's done and wrapped up, me and I can graph it. We'll go the old traditional route, only we'll do it live. We'll run through the news. Anyone can ask questions if bearish bull is listening, he can even. Request to chime in and do some charting live with us, but um, I haven't prepped anything with anyone, so uh, yeah, that's a bit of a summary. But before we do it, can Grapher, how are you today? I'm pretty good. How about uh, how about I guess both you guys? Well, I'm okay, Gio. How are you feeling?
1: Doing good. Um, been dealing with some well issues, I guess, here at the house, so it's
0: yeah, life. Uh, Fun. Yes. It always gets in the way of crypto, doesn't it? Life. <laughs> <laughs> life, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. Well, look, um, Geo. thanks for coming on as usual. And thank you for always sponsoring the show through IconBet. But we're not here to talk about IconBet. We're here to talk about uh, Supernode Racing. Oh, look at all these questions. They're so relevant. Guys, we'll, we'll come back to this. When snapshot? Last week in December. But Supernode <laughs> Racing. Um So, Drew, I think um, let's, as always, start it, assuming people don't know what it's about. um, Just give a very quick rundown, one-minute spiel. What is Supernode Racing? What's it launching on? Why are you so excited about it?
1: Sure. So, Supernode Racing is a project that we uh, got funded through the CPS platform, which is an amazing platform that, Developers who want to.
0: Ooh, lost you, Joe. drive <laughs> oh, my baby is a gas station. I can graph. Are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. joe your line. It looks like your internet has gone. Oh, mine too. Must be the well. Yeah, right, he's dropped off. Well, shall we just take over? I can go and start talking gas stations. I see Brian's already online. He's his baby is a gas station. Lucky, lucky duck. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, dad, you're back Gio. Go. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, perfectly. Yes.
1: Okay. Sorry about that. Got a call in and it messed up everything on my iPhone. Gotta love iPhones. <laughs>
0: Don't say that, bronze, all right isn't. so
1: um <laughs> so super node racing uh was funded through the cps platform which is a decentralized funding platform for the icon network um anything for icon uh related which includes the ice network which is where the uh super node racing will be built um so that that's where you know we we plan to launch super node racing the game um and so now what is super node racing super racing is a racing management ecosystem. Um, There will be racing. Yes, I know I say racing management, but you know, you will build up your cars, uh, you will uh, build up your parts, but you'll also run businesses inside of the game itself, inside of the ecosystem. And this is where the really cool aspects come from, because it's not just about playing the game, but you're actually kind of like living the game, you're actually able to make money with the businesses and, you know, also racing your cars as well, racing and winning. Um, and from there, you know, it just grows into, you could technically create a business and, and work Supernode racing full time if you wanted to Now, obviously, most of the business aspects are a passive income. Um, but we do have things like the paint shops where you can go in and create custom paint jobs and custom decals for the cars and sell them from your marketplace.
0: Yeah, look, I I, I was uh, looking through the AMA, uh, the last one, and I found that I, I didn't click around that. That's pretty cool. I like how um, the skins are NFTs and all the parts and things like that. And one component that really stuck out to me, I just love the idea where you even said in a lot of games you get junk, like low-grade stuff that you need at the start but then it just gets pummeled into all the stores to sell because you know when you get good stuff but you guys have created a system where you can actually burn the crap for another token then use it to upgrade the good stuff um and i'm being very not using the right terminology there but no i mean uh,
1: that's that's pretty good that's a yeah. pretty good uh definition of it um so yeah so in our game, we wanted to make sure it was, uh, balanced and, hmm. you know, I know there's a balanced app, but, um, we wanted to make sure the economy was balanced. And what, what we mean by that is that, uh, every token, every, you know, NFT, um, has a use and can also be burned to recycle. Um, so that way, like you said, the junk isn't just piling up on the marketplace hmm. and the way that, uh, you'll do this is, is through the, um, through the uh, performance and recycling center business actually so someone can so the way that the businesses work to talk a little more in detail about the businesses the way the businesses will work is we will be releasing nft business licenses just like in the real world you have to have a license or register your business in order to to have a legal business with most countries um, and from there you actually decide what business you want your license to apply to be it the gas station be it, be it a mechanic shop Paint Shop, uh, Performance and Recycling Center, and we'll have a lot of more businesses as the future, as the game grows and stuff like that, such as like a recruiting agency for drivers, you know, when we get to V two of the game and we introduce drivers uh, into the mix. Um, But needless to say, so you have to pick a business that your license will be applied to. And from there, you, you know, then open up shop and you can uh, set your settings to like, you know, how, how uh, you know for gas stations you have to supply the super token plus uh the uh ice token um or creds you know depending which way we go with that um so you have to supply liquidity to your gas station and then people can come in and they can sell super or they can buy get ga- you know buy uh, super from you um and so you're now a an exchange in a sense a small exchange for the super token um and so then you know on the mechanic shop you you know set your prices for uh, upgrading people's parts Um, you also get uh, a random amount of parts from the system from the game itself every week that go into your shop and you will get a percentage from the sales of those parts um how good those parts are will depend on what level your 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 NFT business is so you know you Mm -hmm. have to continuously level up your business to stay competitive in this ecosystem. Um, so, so back, go ahead, real quick. Well, so back I'll, I'll, to the well, performance and oh, recycling yeah, yeah, yeah. center. Yes. Um, so the point of that business is exactly what you were saying, uh, where you can take your junk parts and either recycle them for wrench tokens, which are what will be used to upgrade your parts or upgrade your businesses. Um, or you can take them there and combine your junk parts in hopes for a better part from that combination. So we're combining different aspects from different games, but all of it has to do with, you know, reusing and burning and, and you know, all that kind of uh, balancing so, uh, act.
0: So will it be like, so almost like yeah, you scrap it, burn it, or a fusion kind of mechanic where, you know, you group a bunch of different parts together and hope a new part. Is it a bit of a trial and error in that process? Or it, it, would you have, like need to know what you're trying to build with the scrap?
1: So it, it will be you have to use the same level. Uh, so there's there's uh, sorry, it was the same rarity. So there's uh, le- there's level rarity and tier. Um, the rarities are like common, uncommon, rare, epic, legendary, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then there's tier, which uh, is the uh, in a sense, it's above rarity. So you have your tier one through five and it'll be Roman numerals. So you know, one through V. Um, and V five being the highest tier, which will have the best stats. Then inside the tier, you have your rarities where you have, you know, common being the lowest stat and legendary being the highest stat. But then you also have levels where you have, you know, a certain number of levels for each rarity. So the goal is you have to have a certain amount of rarity. So say you want to go from a common to an uncommon. Well, then you have to have say five or 10 common of the same rarity and the same tier to combine in hopes to get the next rarity for that same tier. Now there is a bit of luck involved, so it could either be bust and you get just one item of the same rarity and tier that you had, or you could even get even better than one rarity or tier, you know, what you were hoping
0: to get. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, it's kind of a mini, you know, not really gambling, but a mini, you know, uh, like you said, fusion system with a bit of luck
0: involved. Yeah that's cool no love it okay um I can go after. you you got anything you want to say uh
2: not specific to you know I think I think we're all most of us are pretty familiar familiar fairly familiar with the um how the game works and everything like that um so you know I think you answered a lot of kind of um individual uh more uh detailed questions I guess in the last AMA um I did have just a couple bigger
0: picture questions. I don't know if we want to go into those now or if there were other Do topics it. we wanted to hit on first. And just just um, before you dive in, everyone listening, you can ask questions as well, please. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yes. Hence the AMA. Um, so I guess what, you know,
2: as you've, I guess, since you've started and, you know, moving on this process, what were there challenges that you guys ran into as far as developing this game that you hadn't necessarily um, anticipated or thought of um, and kind of, so what, what type of challenges have those been?
1: So, yes, um, with it being a video game mixed with the blockchain, um, there's always going to be some kind of challenge there, um, particularly because there's not a lot of video games that have blockchain connections yet. Um, so doing it on Unity, and that's what we're, we're doing it on, um, it will be a, a native app for mobile and a WebGL app for desktop um we've had to you know overcome a lot of the how do we how do we make the game portion work with the chain itself um you know what aspects of the chain can we use um you know we didn't want to just have nfts being just nfts we wanted the game portion itself to be run by the blockchain the economy the tokens the the uh racing even you know the the results of the races so you know, a lot of it, a lot of the hurdles came from how do we integrate a real-world application with a blockchain-based uh, technology. Um, other than that, um, it's actually gone pretty smoothly in terms of of a project. Um, you know, we've released some videos of of our racing aspect already being demoed, um, where two cars race against each other and change positions, and I think it's really cool. Um, and we have our um, we have our first environment um, uh, coming up you know, our environmental video. So you'll be seeing the cars actually racing um, in one of our city builds um, here relatively shortly. Um, so I mean, we have the artists working around the clock building, you know, new cars, new uh, environmental assets, new uh, images for the the parts. Um, so everything on that regard in that aspect is actually moving along um, pretty easily um, from a technical developmental side. Um, one of the actually the coolest challenges that we we faced and overcame was how do we make cars race against each other using the blockchain uh, and AI? Um, Because really, when you race two cars, you have to have some kind of artificial intelligence to drive those cars. And a lot of people don't realize how complicated uh, a motor vehicle is when it comes to, you can't just press the gas pedal and expect, oh, okay, it's, it's gonna go forward. It's there's uh, gears, there's torque, there's, you know, uh, traction, there's drift, there's drag, there's, you know, all these variables um, that go into actually AI into driving a car. And so the system we built that actually makes it work where uh, the results are based upon uh, uh, the blockchain feeding the results to the game is actually pretty cool. Um, and the way it works is it sort of is a, a storyline, uh, the blockchain kind of feeds a storyline to the uh, to the actual game itself. And the game, the, the racing portion follows the storyline, and uh, its driving aspect.
0: Cool. Well, we have some questions. Thank you. Um, so, Digital Dave, I think a few of us know him. Um, Will Supernode racing have a high entry barrier in terms of costs? So for, you know, for example, like if you look at Project Nebula, um, a minimum 100 ICX to get a ship. uh, So the really
1: cool thing, and this was uh, something we actually wanted to talk about today because it's something we have been going over as well. This is, again, one of the challenges or hurdles we face is we don't want the barrier of entry to be anything. We want someone to be able to get a free car and be able to race it and start making, you know, some 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 tokens. And then eventually, you know, if they race enough, be able to grow the tokens enough to either buy uh, a a shell of their own so they can start upgrading their own parts and that kind of stuff. So and uh, we decided and we worked it out that uh, the way we're going to do this is there's a free shell NFT and it's going to be a quote unquote like community NFT that anyone can use to race, uh, um, free races. Um, and when you race that, that shell, um, it'll actually be, um, you'll earn a very small amount of super node tokens, um, of, of super gas tokens, excuse me. Um, not a lot. So you'll have to race a decent amount. You'll have to complete your weekly quests, your, your daily quests, that kind of stuff. So you will have to earn, um, you know, you will still have to play it a bit. To earn these super gas tokens but once you get these tokens you can you know sell them to a gas station or you know use them on your own car you know eventually but you'll you'll be able to start earning uh super gas tokens without having to put any money into the game just effort
0: yep that's that's good that's very good yeah um I like now that. you won't
1: have, you know, of course, you won't have the cool car, you won't have, you won't be able to upgrade your parts or any kind, kind of that kind of stuff, but you will still be able to participate in the game, in the racing and and in the economy in that sense. Um, and so if the goal is obviously eventually you'll build up enough to be able to buy one of the maybe the cheaper shells, because each shell is going to have a rarity based upon its market cap. And obviously one of mm-hmm. the shells that has the biggest market cap is the XRP shell. Um, so there's going to be a lot of shell, of those shells out there. Um, so, you know, anyone could probably afford that one with 50, 100 ICX or ICE or, you know, whatever. You know, it won't be ICX, it'll be ICE. Um, but needs to say like $50, $100, whatever. You know, it'll be a low, low barrier of entry into the actual customization of the shell. So you'll be able to play for free. You'll be able to earn super node no tokens for free. Um, and you'll be able to actually still do the social aspect, which we call we talked about in our last AMA, is the the engage to earn. So the more social aspect you do, meaning sharing races, sharing um, screenshots, you know, sharing posts, retweeting, you know, that kind of stuff, you will also earn super gas tokens as well. So you know, with all those combined, we hope that uh, people will be able to earn enough to get into the lower point of entry in terms of the customization aspect. And from there, you know, move on and move up, you know, as you go along.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, oh, damn these, you know, you know, these spammers, they're relentless. You <laughs> post something on Facebook and it just goes bonkers with spam. And no, you won't get free BTC people. Don't fall for it. Um, <laughs> okay. Are you so, sure?
1: I, I want to click on that one. I really do. You, you know
0: what, Gio? I think you should. I think you will be lucky, man. Come on. <laughs> um Look, a- a- Andy has a, a great question. Uh, he's actually put up a few. Thank you, Andy. So we have: Can the can the racetrack venue stadium be owned? So track not venue in V
1: one, um, but the idea. You know, we do like how um, in uh, uh, Delta Time F one Delta Time that they have where you can own sections of tracks and all that kind of stuff. And um, in, in V two or maybe even V three. We actually want people to be able to build their own tracks um, and own those NFT tracks. And, you know, then, you know, uh, people can race on them and, you know, they can they can put up a, a prize money and they have an entry fee and all that kind of stuff. So it kind of, again, it's all about the owning your own business in, in our ecosystem.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. I love the idea of building tracks, kind of then creating your own um, mini games, isn't it? Uh, if you... Like infinity tracks, you almost, know. Yeah.
1: Obviously, you know the, the metaverse is the big thing, and you know we we do want to you know try to see how we can get into that, but that won't always you know be until V two or V three as well.
0: Cool. Okay. Uh, I can go I know you have another question. Oh, actually, yeah. Well, you, yeah.
1: Uh, hey, bears. And boy, then I got get... a couple from the Discord as well. So whenever you're done with yours,
0: we can
2: ask them from the uh, Discord. Why don't you go ahead? Why, why don't you go ahead with the uh, Discord uh, Discord ones? Just to so make sure that those folks get answered
1: okay so uh one of them is um what's the main differences to other racing games already built on and uh, running on the blockchain um well i talked about one f1 delta time um and, and a lot so a lot of the racing games that are built on the blockchain which there actually is not a lot of there's there's i think about three or four big ones right now um and as funny as it is i think two or three of them are owned by Animoca um they actually have uh, f1 delta time rev and another one that's like a motorcycle one um but they do the same thing they always do is they just clone their stuff and put different graphics on it and the, wh- what i mean by that is their games are all based upon you know uh crates and boxes and you know it, it doesn't really have a, a, a true game aspect to it besides just racing and and time-based and that kind of stuff and i mean i guess i should say it doesn't really have a true economy aspect to it it's it's just here play this game buy these crates build up your car race your car and have fun you know and 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 that's great and that's that's a that's a video game for sure but it's not an ecosystem it's not you know a, a living entity it's just literally you know here's a fun game you know spend money on it which they they have high barrier of entry as well because you have to buy crates you have to buy the cars you know you have to buy all this kind of stuff none of them are free you don't get any free stuff with them so that is some of the main differences between super Node racing and and the other games that have already been built uh on the blockchain
0: cool What else uh, you said? Uh, Oh,
1: okay. So another one from from Connors is, uh, will it be possible in the future to own a car dealership in the game and sell NFT cars and parts? Um, Likewise, can you purchase gas stations and sell fuel to people? So yes, gas stations are already uh, part of the game. Um, That's actually the only way you can buy and sell fuel. Um, You will not be able to sell uh, super gas tokens on exchanges. DEXs, anything like that, you will only be able to sell it and transfer it to our specific contract for gas stations. Um, so that is the one you know, token that is locked into our game itself and cannot be sold externally. Uh, wrench tokens and creds, um, those two tokens will, uh, you know, they'll be unlocked tokens, meaning you can sell and trade them on DEXs. Um, you know, you can transfer them between wallets, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but super gas tokens, we are locking down so that we, we, we can maintain and, and keep the economy balanced when it comes to the gas.
0: Cool. Um, just changing it up. So, Andy, can we test cars against each other for fun?
1: Um, I mean, that technically is what the free car is. Um, you can use it, you know, and race against other people, race against NPCs. You know, that kind of stuff. It's used, you know, it's used to help people, you know, test the game, try the game, see if they want to spend money on the game, because that's really the biggest thing that a lot of people have issue with is, hey, I really like this game. It looks really cool. Um, I've seen videos of it, you know, all this kind of stuff. But then they're like, well, I have to pay a hundred dollars to even get involved. Like, do I really want to do that? I don't know. Do I know anyone who can help me and, and let me play their game? You know, so it really we want to take away that barrier of entry and just make it. Here's a free car you can use to race, and you'll earn you know uh, super gas tokens when you race it. Because everyone who creates an account has a wallet automatically created for them, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a shared custody wallet, so that way you don't have to sign every transaction. Um, but the point is, is that you know when you do race this free car, you'll get a very small amount of super gas put into this wallet. And then, you know, like I said, you'll eventually earn enough to start selling it off to the gas stations to make creds and use those creds to buy the shells or parts or you know, other otherwise.
0: Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, another one from Andy is will races have random crashes, engine faults, tire blowouts? So not in V1. Um, V1, we, we,
1: you know, we want to make it it's fun, you know, and, and I don't think crashing your car is ever a, a fun thing to experience. I mean, seeing your opponent crash is fun, but that's a different story. Um, but really, you know, uh, with the AI and stuff, um, the races are going to be very dynamic in a sense of how cars will pass each other. I mean, on you can go to our Discord channel, and, and I know Fez will put up the link for it and stuff, um, and go into the uh, NFT leak section, and the newest video actually has... Uh, two cars that are, are racing against each other and passing each other on turns and straightaways and that kind of stuff. So it's very dynamic. And that's all AI. That's not player controlled at all. That's information being fed to it from the blockchain. Uh, like I said, the storybook mode where it, the blockchain is telling the AI how to how to drive its car. Um, and so, you know, we really want to make it entertaining. And we, and we know that, you know, obviously without having a control aspect, it can get kind of boring. So the races aren't gonna be hour long races, you know, they're gonna Mm -hmm. be a minute, two minutes, you know, something where you're gonna race, you're gonna see it racing, you're gonna have excitement, and then, you know, you move on to the next race and the next opponent or, you know, that kind of thing. So we don't wanna make Uh, it where you're just sitting there bored or-
2: Like Mario Kart.
1: Right, it's something fast-paced. like three minutes,
2: four minutes, whatever, yeah.
1: Right, exactly. Something fast paced. We don't, again, you know, there will be longer races for championships, for circuits, you know, once, especially once we get into the V2 of the game, where you'll actually be able to team up with other racers and you'll actually be able to have teams, um, where, where you can, you know, join teams and then you race other, you know, teams and those will be called circuit races and you'll be able to take your cars. So each, each track will, you know, obviously you, you want, uh, each car you take with you to, to be able to, to uh, race on certain tracks such as street tracks drag races dirt tracks you know that kind of stuff you can't just use a single car for all those because you would fail i know all of us have played racing games uh, you know on on consoles and and pcs and stuff and if you try to take a drag racer to a dirt track you're, you're going to slide all over the place so needless to say you know you want to build up a team of cars and and to do that you'll also join up with a team of people so that way you don't have to own every single car for the race and then you'll compete in championships, you know, for for really cool prizes. Um, and and you know, we we have a lot of really cool vision for the racing in and V two and V three of this uh, uh, application.
0: Cool. Uh, did you wanna? Did you have any more Discord questions, Gio? Um. Let me see here. Um. No, I think that's it for the
1: Discord questions. I mean, again, th- we have our on our uh, medium. Uh, account, we have a AMA uh, transaction or transcript of our last AMA, um, all the questions asked and answered in text. Um, so that way you can go check out, um, you know, I mean, I, I figured this AMA would probably be a lot less questions because of how many we had answered in the previous one. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But, you know, we want to obviously not only give away new information such as the completely free car, um, you know, in a sense of, you you know, People will just download the game and play it without even knowing what crypto is. You know, mm-hmm. they'll just be like, "Oh, this is a cool racing game. Let me play. Let me play this racing game." Um, so, needless to say, like, you know, we we we're really excited, and we ha- we have a lot of content coming out for the for the next uh, you know uh, month uh, of January. Uh, we're kind of really getting into the kind of the testing of the economy, testing of the. The, um, the real racing, you know, uh, of our environments and everything where, you know, the, the camera is going to be dynamic. Again, it's going to be very storybook based or story based racing where, you know, if, if you're going to get passed by a car, the camera angle will make it very dramatic, you know, rather than just like always following the car from behind kind of thing. So yeah. it's it's going to be entertaining in that aspect of, you know, if it's really close at the end, you know the camera angles are gonna get really dramatic and and we probably will probably even do it with like some slow motion you know finishes if it's if it's a, such a like a really close race um, oh that's that's one thing too um, that we decided is that you will have to if you want to get rewarded you will have to finish the race and so this is a way to combat bots and a lot of people had questions about bots in the last uh, ama uh, how do you combat bots how do you combat people trying to abuse the systems all that kind of stuff Well, the way we do that is actually by the system, uh, the game itself, uh, you have to finish the race, which would then trigger a transaction from the admin wallet uh, of the game, um, which will then say, hey, reward this person uh, for finishing the race. Mm -hmm. So that way you can't just like start random races and close them out and, you know, not finish them or not, you know, go to the end and, and just keep like trying to cycle, you know, races like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. I think um, uh, I was just gonna say, you know, when you said um, uh, dramatic and thing, I, I'm imagining. Family Feud, Fast and Furious 9, you know, the real story intertwined. Oh, I cannot wait, Gio. (laughs) Um, uh, Bearish Bull has a couple of questions. So uh, one of them I can quickly answer. Will we be viewing a simulation of the race or will you have control of the steering and throttle? Um, So it it is AI simulation, especially in version one. Um, But future version two or three, did you say, Gio? I think at V3 is when you look to hopefully implement some kind of control um uh, what else does he say do we have a faq section on the discord or a place that acts um uh, as so so is there do um, got...
1: there is no specific faq section um but you're you know there's a, there's a section for literally everything on the discord general talk race talk gas stations mechanic shops all that kind of stuff you know feel free to go in and ask specific questions towards each uh entity um you know a, a nft business discussion uh you know all that kind of stuff and We we try to create a room pretty much for for everything that's involved with with Supernode. um you know we're, we're always on there we're always happy to field questions we don't wait for amas to just answer questions um you know we we really you know want to build our community um because that's that is super important to us is having an active engaged community uh, we pass you by our ideas we, we love hearing ideas um, because we're, we're, you know, I'm sorry to say, you know, uh, sorry, team, you know, we're not the smartest people in the world. You know, we've got great ideas. And we think, you know, we're enacting a great vision. But someone might come in and say, Hey, have you ever thought of this or that? And we're more than happy to think of this or that. So
0: yeah, I'm just I'm trying to find the link uh, for the AMA, but bearish bull, that's a good one that has a ton of questions and a lot of answers. Uh, I'll, I'll find it and post it soon. I was reading it second, this morning. I um, okay, I think that's just looking at it. Yeah, there we go. Bearish is already across the medium again. You got it? Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, the only other question I had, Gia, and just keeping an eye on time was so, and this is a cheeky one. So, where are you, what test nets at the moment are you using? Where are you building it on? What chain? So, I know it's going building to be it on. on... Ice.
1: Yeah. So we're building it on an Ethereum testnet um, just because it is Solidity. um, It is an EVM. um, So we just have our own Ethereum testnet that we're building on. Um, I am in direct contact with the creators of the ice network. We're talking constantly. We're working on, on other projects as well. Um, to to bring out on the ICE network because you know we all of us who are working on the ICE network agree and I think everyone here agrees that there has to be utility for ICE tokens or IC tokens if that's what they're going to call them now um, that we can't just launch the ICE network as nothing and and hope yep. that it doesn't dump to infinity which it would so we want to put utility we want to put use case we want to put apps games DeFi you know there's going to be so much coming out with the launch of ice. So that way it's not just a stagnant, empty chain.
0: Yeah. Love it. Uh, I think um, one thing as well in the last AMA, and I know we're meant to be wrapping up because we're going straight into the news, which is an iron icon first. That's okay. Um, it's not that done we're doing it. It Just keep talking. Uh, <laughs> um, so, ah, us see I wavered. Ah, uh, stable coin. Right. So in the last AMA, you made mention of a stable coin. Um, is this something undecided or utilizing one of the existing ecosystems? I know it's on ice, but it doesn't mean BNUSD won't be the key um, stable, decentralized stablecoin of our uh, two ecosystems. Um, is is any decisions being made there? You're playing it by uh.
1: So the way that we have to do this um, through um, places like Apple and Android and stuff, so we can have a native application on their platform is we cannot allow people to buy cryptocurrency. Um, so what they will be buying is they will be buying an in-game currency, which will be linked to cryptocurrency and through through the backend, through the game itself, um, you know, through their own wallet. So if you buy the in-game currency, our contracts will then mint uh, the cryptocurrency for you. Um, so we have to be pegged to a stable coin um, in, in that regard, because you will be purchasing in-game currency, which you can do for
0: any game
1: now on the, on the uh, mobile platforms, um, you know, you buy their crystals, you buy their gems, you buy whatever it is, you know, for the game. Um, so we have to have a peg where, you know, those people are paying the same amount. If you, you know, and you can also go through the cryptocurrency route, if you don't play the game on mobile and you want to play it on desktop or whatever. So, uh, yeah, so we, the, the main currency, which would be cred, C-R-E-D, which stands for street creds, because come on, you're racing, you got to have street cred. Um, that that will be pegged to a stable coin, which will be used for purchasing everything.
0: Cool. Okay. Looking forward to it. Uh, So hopefully, and I know there's no ETA at the moment, obviously it's dependent on the ice chain as well. So, uh, but overall the dev component is going well. Uh, Are you on track with internal milestones and things like that?
1: Yeah, um, we definitely are. In fact, I, so when we, proposed the project. Um, sorry, something buzzing. I was like, what is that buzzing? Um, when we proposed the project, it, there, at the time the CPS platform could only do six months of funding. Um, that's the max they allowed at the time. They have now increased it to a year, um, but you know, obviously we came in before then, but the project it was going to be slated for eight to 10 months of work. Um, and with that in mind, we actually are probably a little bit ahead of time And and, in terms of the development process, and we hope to get um, uh, well, the first thing we're doing is we're actually registering uh, GPS gaming um, as a company to make everything official, legal, all that kind of stuff. So that way it's not just like, hey, there's some random crypto people that we're going to be helping build this game. It's actually a, a registered and legal company. Um, that's actually one of the big news that we uh, we can say, because now that we're in the process of it. Um, and then the second is we wanted to do that because we wanted our pre-sale to be legit, meaning the pre-sale is actually going to fund the company, which is then going to fund the development of the game. Um, and that's where the continued, continued funding will come from is the pre-sale that we're actually going to be doing on Icon, not ice. So the pre-sale will be on the Icon mm-hmm. network before the ice network comes out. So look for it, probably early quarter one of 2022. Um, and we'll actually be selling uh, exclusive NFT shells that you'll not be able to buy on the ICE network when the game launches. So we wanted to reward Icon, Iconists, you know, thank them for helping us fund the project to start with and, and you know, give them a, some exclusive NFTs that to, to purchase that they will not be able to on the network,
0: awesome. on the ICE network. You know. I love it. And um, finally, Geo, the the biggest question I feel that has been asked today: When IconBet live streams with us? When's that going to happen? <laughs> I mean, you can stream anytime you want with IconBet. Come on, just just okay. you know, start risking
1: your own money, man. I mean, what do you what do you want from us? <laughs>
0: oh, you know, what no, we but want, um, they're, they're actually. actually...
1: There actually will be some some big news uh, for iConvet in the near future. um, The the TAP dashboard um, will be finished uh, early quarter one 2022 as well, um, which is actually the foundation to a lot of other um, uh, features and systems that we want to put into place, such as referral system so that way we can get influencers to start playing and referring um Mm -hmm. you know players and then they'll earn percentages of their their losses and you know that kind of stuff that's i mean pretty much every system needs that um and we needed to have this foundation laid first before we could even uh head that way because part of what this tap dashboard also brings is a player nft profile um meaning every wallet that Uh, logs into IconBet, gets an NFT profile created for it, and it keeps track of your stats, your play, all that kind of stuff. Um, So that way we now have a a way of tracking players, how much they've won or lost and played and all that kind of stuff, which will come with some cool features such as entry into special tournaments, um, entries into giveaways, you know, all that kind of stuff as well.
0: Yeah, love it okay well that's all i have a uh, community who's on we've got a few more if no questions we will roll into the news geo is there any exclusives you have gotten off your chest that after being with us for 40 minutes you feel you know what they deserve this i need to tell them
1: um i mean i think the ice snapshot is on no i'm just joking i don't know, I don't
0: know. <laughs> damn so close um <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh, yeah. it, it was cool. great
1: talking with you again and um you know again if anyone has any questions uh go to the discord link that fez will will post um you know and, and come come ask us questions uh we you know uh i guess here's an exclusive uh i've i've taken note of all the people who come and ask questions and we will be doing uh, a giveaway of some icx to some you know random randomly picked uh people through the uh, random.org generator so you know, we always like to reward people for for coming and and, and participating and asking questions.
0: Awesome. I just asked my question in there as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Cool day, Always a pleasure um, having you on. Love getting information on all the stuff you're working on. And um, as always, thank you for continuously sponsoring our show as well. We really appreciate it. Um, yep,
1: no problem, guys, and and have a good uh, time. I'm just trying to delay as much as possible, so you have to rush and keep <laughs>
0: talking. Okay, okay, so it's not <laughs> over. Everyone stay on. now. Now we're just going to run through the news. Um, hopefully we'll keep an eye on the um, chat as well, and you uh, we can ask questions, get involved. Uh, just keep in mind we've got we've got a, a hard stop. Graph. At what time do we we got to got stop at? Yeah, uh, uh, like 50 minutes. What's the time? Yeah, should be plenty. Okay. Hopefully, plenty of time. Plenty, plenty. So so get involved and um, I'll share my screen and we'll run through the news. Uh, I'm actually keen to talk about, uh, spend a bit of time talking about TJ's uh, post in the forums around CPS. Um, I have some strong views as always around it. However, um, I think it, it is a great conversation to have live and get some community input as well. Um, but as usual, let's not break tradition, Archangrapha. Let's start with the markets. And I can see bearish bull just oh, itching away uh, in, the, <laughs> in the chats. But um, markets, how are we going? Let me share my screen while while you kick it off. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> in, a one, in, in one word, I would just say boring, uh,
2: which I think we kind of talked about the other day of just, you know, we might just sit here in this little range for a little bit. Uh, yeah i did see someone post a chart showing that it might, it might be the similar trend line you posted um where it's it, it, it the same trend since yeah like mid 2020 or whatever um we're still just bouncing off of that so i mean the good news is it's it's an upward moving channel um and we yeah we keep bouncing off the bottom so again uh you know maybe we'll get some price action once we get a little closer to the snapshot date uh, we still don't have a specific actual date for that Uh, It's supposed to be at the end of uh, last week of December, though. So hopefully we'll be able to get that uh, soon here. Not sure if that'll create price action or not. It's just, you know, the market is just like seems to not want to get any momentum whatsoever. Um, You know, even yesterday during the uh, after the Fed meeting, there was some volatility. Um, You know, there's a pretty big green candle, but even that is kind of faded by now. So the uh, the market just wants to seem to seemingly um, revert towards boring for the time being. I um, wouldn't be surprised if it continues that way through the end of the year. Um, I, I don't think, you know, come January 1, it'll m- immediately start going up or down or anything like that. Uh, but that seems to be what people are thinking. But again, just because everyone's thinking it usually means that's not what's going to happen. So we'll have to see. But but it, it does look like, correct me if I'm wrong, but the on-chain data still looks pretty good. Um, I haven't followed it as closely these last few days, but I haven't seen anyone... Freak out or anything like that on Twitter, at least among the people I follow.
0: No, I agree on chain. Still, they're they're cautious, but at the same time, like there's still more coins leaving the exchange than coming into the exchanges, which is a good sign. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I think it was the uh, the
2: the exchange out. Wait, inflows were at like an all time low or something like that, or at least over a recent all time uh, or recent low or something like that over the last few years. Um, so I think that, you know, that's certainly nice to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a brief, uh, uh brief one there. Uh, ICX, I've stopped sharing my screen, but just looking at ICX, we're still, uh, actually I should share it, uh, cause I know bearish bull loves this, my multiple lines. Um, but yeah, I think I can graph it. That's, that's the one we're talking about. I was telling you there are two trends from right from the start of, uh, when is that yeah March 2020 so and we've seemed to be hugging this trend line if it breaks we have one more then Ugh. but um overall look good things are happening in the ecosystem I saw I think it's uh let, let's run into that uh let's move on from markets let, let's talk through there's a few cool things that have happened but What's the first uh, agenda we have on the news? And IconGraph, I will um, also ask you to keep an eye on comments because I can't share the screen and look at comments as well. Okay, sounds good. Uh,
2: so I guess the, you know, bit of major
0: news is the
2: first two proposals uh, to initialize network settings have passed. This is the first step towards activation of IISS 3.1. Another proposal will be made in the coming days to fully transition to IISS 3.1. Um, so yeah, this was something that would have been um, uh, kind of floating around this last these last couple of days. Uh, you know it's something that p reps I think were pretty focused on. I know there was some dialogue and discussion with the foundation uh, among some of the p reps I wasn't directly involved in that or had cool, super close eye on it, but I guess there were there were some current concerns that um, P reps had been expressing you know I think geo was one of the ones uh, who pointed that out. And ultimately, the the foundation provided answers that were satisfactory. So, um, hence you see the uh, the unanimous vote there. Uh, one of them was to change the monthly funding um, from the uh, foundation. That went up, I believe, it went up to three hundred thousand. Um, so that's certainly nice. And then the other one was to change the uh, reward funding allocation from um, I think it was third it, it, the the new the, the new Allocation, uh, it's at thirteen uh, percent for peer ups and seventy-seven percent for um, uh, for voters. If I have that right off the top of my head, um, so yeah, these are kind of laying the groundwork uh, for the additional you know big changes for coming from IISS three point one, which is something that's been um, you know basically first got floated you know I think mid twenty twenty. So with the with Icon two it's finally come around to fruition.
0: Yeah, look, I think this is, uh, well, everyone knows how I feel about this, but uh, it was interesting looking at everyone on Twitter kind of go, well, what's taking so long? And, and some good call-outs that the peer, if everything just happened in a, we wouldn't really be decentralized, right? So there's that. The peer reps are all around the world. Um, yeah, I also asked this question, well, we had a year, why weren't these questions being asked earlier? But um, uh, part and parcel of the process so it's great the p-reps really clarified stuff before they voted it shows that they are actually engaged and not just pushing buttons for the hell of it um so overall this is great but this does not mean we we have gone live with it now there'll be another proposal that activates it um and and i know you're probably thinking oh uh when when will that happen very soon i'm led to believe it should we should see hopefully in december itself all this come online so not long now um, and uh, let me make a, a couple corrections here because
2: my brain wasn't working it wasn't hundred thousand; it was three million uh yes. there weren't commas there so it caught, caught my eye a little weird and then also i mentioned 13 and 77 there's also um 10 for CPS. So obviously thirteen plus seventy seven is not a hundred, but if you add in a hundred if you add in that ten, that's a hundred. And then as of now there's zero for the relay just because there are no relays uh, at the moment until BTP comes along. So just wanted to clarify my
0: numbers there. Cool. How are we going with community questions? Anyone? Any involvement uh, or people yeah, are content I mean, listening? I, I have a bearish bull
2: said your B bands are gorgeous. So that's, thank uh, you, thank you. That's the main. That's the main highlight. <laughs> They're automated, you know. <laughs> um, okay. You don't draw
0: cool. them. They
2: don't. You don't draw them individually yourself.
0: No, no, no. But I'd love to take credit. But you know what? Yes, all of me free handed it. Um, okay. So that look. This is great. Next up, we have uh, the event that got a ton of promotion from everyone. Yeah, so a nice panel
2: on um, interoperability uh, from a handful of people who are involved in the blockchain space. You know, obviously, you know, Benny Options, aka Scott Smiley, uh, participated on behalf of Icon. So, some, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I know it was a pretty good amount of time um so i haven't had a chance to sit down and see it i'm sure plenty of us have but uh so just wanted to kind of briefly highlight the fact that you know just more getting out there um especially as far as you know with btp coming up around the corner here um good nice to, nice to shine a bit more light on it uh, and get some more exposure in the overall crypto space so if you have not watched it yet uh, like like myself um, uh, be sure to do that um and i don't know i don't know to the extent that there's new information in there you know i think when they you know, when, when they present to new groups like this, it's a lot of the stuff we've kind of heard already. Um, but that being said, you can certainly hear, get insights from uh, some of the other some of the other panelists and might learn a bit more about uh, interoperability and potentially some other things as well.
0: Yeah. Um, look, I, I also, I actually was uh, helping just right towards the start, and I was watching it the first 10 minutes, and then I got a call and I, I couldn't, do the two things at once. But uh it was interesting. Uh, what was cool is as soon as I got the call, um viewers went from we were consistently hovering, you know, in 40 and then all of a sudden it just went crazy and hit 300, which was great to see because I could see early on, people were disappointed at the turnout. Um, However, I don't know, it may have been some issues because randomly it just went straight to 300. And after that, that kind of a crowd stuck around and the conversations were actually quite interesting. So I am going to go back and re-watch the video. Um, I'm keen to, uh, especially Harmony, um, one of the devs that was on, he had a lot to say and share. So I'm keen to go through his comments again. But one cool thing was Digital Dave um, was like a a scribing, uh, just master, constantly putting out tweet after tweet. I think he did it for the Supernode AMA as well, so thank you for doing that. But, um, yeah, if you missed it and caught his tweets, you you would be well-tuned into the type of conversation that was happening in the panel. Um, But overall, look, that, that was great um, by Arcade. no, great event. Um, they really had the foundation support as well. And it goes to show, uh, you know, if people are trying to do things out there, just reach out and work with the foundation and they will throw their support to help um, Reps or the community do something that benefits the entire economy ecosystem. So huge thing there. Well done, everyone
2: um so, so moving on we uh we got a monthly update from Ohm, uh roadmap update <clears throat> i don't you know kind of typically we don't go this you know word by word or anything like that um so i'll kind of run through what they're um what they accomplished in november really quick uh so you know they've announced the support for the uh, airdrop for I, uh, ic token uh they did publish that beginner's guide uh, that we talked about. Uh, last week, uh, just kind of how to invest in Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency from kind of literally just never, never touch blockchain, anything like that. Uh, Also a how it works page. Um, They did add dark mode support. So I know, um, you know, that's something that a lot of people prefer and like. So certainly had nice to be on there. Uh, They added a how to contribute page uh, to the OM docs. So certainly nice for those who want to get more involved. Uh, They updated the banner message in the app with details about the IC airdrop. Updated the governance contract to store the forum link for each proposal so you can get a bit more, you know, before your vote on something, you can get a bit more um, understanding of what the proposal is. Uh, Launched a new community testnet on the CJON network. Uh, Worked on the interest history charts for each market. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Added OM and BALN markets to the testnet, which is nice to see. You know, being able to lend out, once that's live, being able to take your BALN or OM collateral and lend it out um, or borrow it if you want to. Uh, research the potential usage of protocol fees, so like fee buybacks, protocol and liquidity, etc., and then uh, also research curve and boosted BALN to evaluate potential token token economic advancements. So uh, I assume that's related to like the BBALN uh, mechanism that's being built on Balanced. So whether um, it makes sense to implement the same sort of locking mechanism. Um, so th- there's a few more updates in there. I think the one I kind of want to highlight the most is the upcoming feature with the interest history charts. Uh, they included a little screenshot tease here um, toward the bottom of the article. Uh, basically kind of show you know, there's uh, BALN has the price history, obviously, or Balanced has the price history, obviously, for uh, the OM tokens, but also every other token. Uh, so not really, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to include that, but it does include the um, kind of historical, what the rates and returns have been Uh, for each token so that way you can see like, oh wow, they're really high right now relative to where they've been in the past or oh, they're really low right now relative to where they've been in the past. So just nice to get get a bit more historical sense of um, what exactly the rates have been um, over time. And as always with everything, oh it looks really good. Uh, It looks like a nice little kind of user interface upgrade. So certainly something to be looking looking forward to. And then just some targets for December, Uh, they want to finish and release those charts. They also have to obviously prepare for the IC snapshot. Uh, They want to be in work on an Om stats page. I think that'll be nice, especially if it's similar to what Balanced has done. Um, Work on mobile optimization, uh, enhance the blog design, enhance the forum design, uh, continue to research the potential usage of protocol fees, and continue to research potential improvements uh, in token economics. So obviously a busy month and uh, potentially even busier moving forward, uh, but nice to see them continue to improve the product and kind of the ivy environment, uh, surrounding the product as well, as far as kind of their, their blogs and other marketing materials and uh, things like that. So good work by the own team of contributors.
0: Yeah. No, look, nothing more to add. I think I think it's going strong. Uh, uh, I was quite vocal about the uh, protocol owned liquidity piece. I think it's all also steps in the right direction. Um, I'm I'm going to keep getting on the emission bandwagon, but overall, uh, I don't know. Did we cover um, the monks' proposal, Icongrapher? Like what they were planning to do? I don't think we did. No. Okay. So just just some context. So. Um, you know, part of the OM, they set up uh, monks, which is people who help out in the community. Uh, I believe we, I can refer you a monk as well, aren't you? Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not as active, certainly as some of the other ones, but yes, I technically have that, uh, yeah. that ball. Yeah, so, so um, Arusha is very active then, being also the community, um, Icon community, Discord uh Monk member, yeah. Anyway, he, he does that for home as well, and takes a charge there from the monk's perspective. And um, part of what uh, he's been wanting to do is, yep, we've got a lot of uh, funds sitting in the DAO he wants to create a small fund that draws on the DAO for the monks, so that we can then uh, use that fund to promote home you know, from uh, getting stuff, content made to various kinds of things. And part of this proposal is having a multi-sig people like myself, a few of us that he's requested, you know, as multi sigs, that when the monks want to spend the money, they have to approve it, which is a standard process across different DAOs. So he's gone down that path, done a lot of work, put up proposals um, that you can read through them, how how um, the money is going to be used uh, to aid the own platform. And if you haven't already, I really encourage you to. Read it and get involved in the discussion um, before the proposal gets put up to vote. Uh, so it, it's interesting. Um, look, yeah, my my name's on there. I, I stand to benefit from it, but at the same time, um, that's full disclosure there. But at the same time, I do care and I'm passionate. And uh, you could probably go through some of the f- comments where I get extremely vocal, where I don't agree, regardless of what's happening, and I share my views. So, um, and the main reason is. Personally, care about where the platform goes and what happens to it. So, um, I get very vocal. But overall, it's a great idea and, and this is what it needs. Like, you know, we can all keep saying web marketing, but uh, a passionate group of people who dedicate time to push the platform into different ecosystems and reward active community members is also uh, something that should be done within the icon ecosystem and its dApps. So, it's a great proposal by Oroch, uh, who, again, has has asked everyone for feedback and has gone out to the wider community now asking for a bit of feedback around it. So if you haven't looked at it, please do. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I wanted to focus on. Otherwise, Ohm's in the right direction. How are we looking for comments, IconGrapha? Anything? Uh, nope,
2: nothing really. <sighs> okay. David, okay. Uh, I think it's Digital Dave asked when there will be a I token, but... I don't think we have any comment on that. So, ah, uh,
0: yes. Well, we just need a dev to volunteer. <laughs> um, okay, what's next? Ooh. Yeah, so the uh, oh, improvement
2: puzzle five is live. So, what this would do is, as you were right referencing the protocol on liquidity, uh, basically take uh, 160,000 IUSDC, 207,000 USDS, and 31,000 SICX from the protocol fee and 3.7 million Ohm from the Dow fund uh, to create a $813,410 additional protocol liquidity uh, to stake. Um, So this is, you know, the the concept of protocol owned liquidity is something that's kind of growing more and more. Um, We'll actually talk about that briefly a little bit later, um, especially as it relates to Karma Dow, Uh, but nonetheless, this is kind of uh, a, attempt to um uh, start owning a bit more of the liquidity for uh, ohm which has a lot of uh, upsides to it uh, again we can briefly talk about those a bit more uh, but nonetheless uh, it's got 99.82 percent approval at the moment uh, it still has three days on three days 11 hours left of voting and there's only six percent voted but uh seems to be moving in the right direction um i think we kind of talked about this topic uh hmm. last week as far as the attempt. you know and kind of what you're um as far as your emission um comments were concerned, uh just in terms of, you know, ultimately if they, if they have protocol owns liquidity, uh it, there's more ohm going back to the protocol rather than on the um to LPs, which potentially they have a you know, they're out there, a chunk of them at least are selling the ohm for profit. Uh so this kind of is an attempt to um help help kind of stabilize that by keeping more
0: ohm uh in-house and back in the presumably back in the DAO as well. Yeah, look sorry I didn't realize that link wasn't hyperlinked so I didn't load it up apologies um but yeah i i, I don't know I, I i i'm i'm for it i'm a big supporter of the protocol on liquidity it will make a difference but um uh, just again i come back to i feel emissions for OM is just the too high and even that i wonder how much of an impact it will have overall um but it's 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 good it's good that it's happening uh what else um,
2: so moving on to cps um i know this is something that you want to
0: talk about so i'll let you take the lead on that yeah okay so uh, i think if you haven't already i really encourage everyone to take a look at what tj has put in um from a cps point of view so uh, you know, we know for a fact that CPS until now was topped up by the foundation. Um, moving forward, once ISS 3.1 is enabled, we know it will be topped up via rewards. And if you've been listening, you know, we've given a bit of a breakdown. Uh, inflation for the overall networks drops to 4%. Off that 4%, 10% goes into CPS, 77% goes, into, um, vote, goes to voters, um, and the other part goes to PREP rewards. Okay. we also know is uh, initially the it, CPS would get 1 million ICX and after that um, anything that went to CPS would get burnt if the ICX wasn't being utilised. Um, now, there's some changes being made there, obviously, and I won't focus on those numbers where um, a bit of it changes to uh, 200,000 BNUSD, which is great because it gives um, our builders uh, ability to forecast and budget on a stable coin rather than fluctuating ICX pricing. Um, but what TJ has kind of tried to zero in on and make an, a point for everyone to think about is... Is it wise to once CPS hits one um, the one million mark or whatever mark that gets set, is it wise to burn the ICX? Now, me and I Graffer we've been very vocal, painting the picture of what will happen um, with when it hits that cap and once we have btp you know we've explained the whole btp fees as people btp networks get utilized the fees get put into the contract icx is used to bid for those tokens at a discount and when that purchase is made the icx goes to cps so all of a sudden apart from the 10 percent inflation that's going in you've got all these btp fees going in popping up cps and then when it hits that one million, let's just stick to that because it's easy to understand, um, it gets burnt. So, uh, you know, it's not just that 10% inflation. It is everything on top that gets sent that will add to the burning of ICX. So it all sounds great, right? It sounds perfect. It's awesome. That's what we want. I'm all for burning. It creates a great narrative for the market, you know, deflationary. Yep, agree. I think what TJ is, is trying to point out, rightfully so, is... On day one or even day 30 or probably six months, the amount of BTP activity for us to get into a real deflationary state, we would literally have to be generating 4% or close to 4% of our um, chain's inflation to offset, um, to become deflationary in reality. That's, That's the case here. Um, and this is what TJ is trying to, to call out, that um, for it to really happen, we still have to put a lot of stepping stones and building blocks in place, not just from a building perspective. So, for example, right now we see CPS, everyone's going to build, but have we thought about um, once we connect to BTP chains, there may not be incentives for those chains to adapt to move assets. And what are we going to do about it? Where are we going to pull funding from to incentivize whatever's needed to move liquidity across chains? And and this is a picture he's trying to paint. So rather than having this ICX burnt, we can have it that post 1 million, it sits there, and then it has to get voted on to use on things that aid the network. And that could be BTP incentive programs and things that I just can't think of at the moment. But Uh, what happens there is if we use initially those fees a little bit, um, uh, if we use it in a smart manner, we can kickstart that BTP effect where everyone that cross-chain fees much quicker than letting it grow organically. So um, uh, I've I've really summed up what he's the message he's trying to paint here. So I think uh, I was talking to, or was it you? Short, short-term gain, pain, long-term gain. And it's not even pain in the wrong way. All it is, is really it's thinking strategically um, and going, okay, well, we're not going to become deflationary for a while um, if we do not take active steps to incentivize every aspect of BTP. Um, and I kind of agree with him. Although when I first saw his post, I was up in arms, but then this is where I come back to take the time to read it. And um, if you go down here, he's, he goes through a lot more details. And this is the part when you get to, I encourage you to read, where he talks about incentivizing CP adoption. Because I keep coming back. Remember, it, it, the network inflation the inflation is 4%. Off that 4%, 10% is going to CPS. So there's still that 3% whatever percent that is inflation and, and uh, it will never truly be deflationary just because you've seen the CPS funds get burned. You know, just make sure we're all aware of that and think of it in that big picture kind of way. Uh, does it mean that ICX will never be deflationary? No, quite quite the opposite. Remember, the more activity that starts to happen, it can. So you can imagine when, if we incentivize and we can kickstart uh, BTP's growth, in six months versus organically where it could take two years uh, it'll have a compounding effect it will generate a ton more network fees um it will you know obviously all the actual btp fees that it aggregates and that itself will drop the overall inflation because remember regardless um CBS burning and btp when transactions hit a point where it can fund the current network inflation um there would be no inflation. That that's the fees being used to pay the preps, pay the voters, route to CPS, and that's the the long term goal, but we need to create that kind of activity. And this is all everything TJ is trying to capture in this post. And um yeah, that that's all I have to say. I think did that did that help Icon Graffer? Did it provide it a context?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean I think, you know, big picture wise, there's a I think everyone's enticed by burning because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a very uh, cause and effect kind of thing. It's like, you know, there was supply, now there's less. Um, but I've, you know, from time to time, I, I see a reasonably compelling argument that a burn, as much as people think it's a bullish um, activity, is actually potentially bearish because it sends a signal that basically, hey, you know, this project has this capital um and rather there's literally they couldn't think of literally anything to do with it so they thought the best the best and highest use to do with this um with this capital is to burn it rather than try to grow the network try to onboard development whatever it might be um And so i think you know that's kind of the way i kind of go back and forth on that i think it's one of those things that you know i think i think burning can actually just a mathematical effect be helpful you know go look at you know what the impact on say like the terra uh Mm -hmm. environment is but i just think, think at the same time too if it does you know it does send this interesting signal to say look you know even though we have all these resources you know we just don't see any way we can use them to actually improve the long-term growth. So I think that's kind of, I guess, where the short-term versus long-term really hits the pavement is, you know, are you willing to, okay, we're going to sacrifice, you know, not decreasing our supply um, in order to create a more long-term growth, sustainable platform. Um, So I think that's kind of, you know, something that I think about a lot and
0: hopefully others do as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, like a great, great, think of it this way at the moment where i come back to this this look at the cps you know we saw um wonderland karma down last last round was brilliant okay but there's still applications being built um now look at once btp goes live with harmony harmony have a, a game DeFi kingdoms that is all the rage and it's been a rage for a few months now you know um, it's a well implemented gamification of DeFi. Um, Now, uh, I I think we'll start to see, well, how can we start making BTP more appealing to everyone within our ecosystem and Harmony's ecosystem? How can we incentivize? Could we work with DeFi kingdoms to create an incentive program for one of their liquidity pools? Okay, Uh, where's that going to come from? That's not going to come from the PREPs and things like that. It, It would have to come from CPS. The foundation can't keep dishing out you know, node rewards for everything—all those funds just won't be enough. So, in context, when we start thinking like that and going, "Okay, what if we could offer a grant to DeFi kingdoms to also create something on Icon and use BTP in a certain way?" All of a sudden, we can start to see in a couple of months, CPS may be called on for much larger amounts of funds to enable us and um we don't want to find ourselves in the situation that we've burned you know we've got some killer stuff that we could have done but unfortunately cps hit a million and we burnt the next 1.5 million icx because you know it hasn't deflated the network overall at all in fact it's hindered us from possible opportunities to enhance our ecosystem um, finally just to cap this off remember everyone this is not a permanent thing it is very short term because as all these pieces come into place it will start have the um, effect that everyone actually wants which is that deflationary effect um and in the good way as i can graffer said there's nothing better than network activity leading to deflation rather than surplus inflation being burnt yeah so um yeah, uh, you could say I've gone a bit. I've changed, but I haven't. I, I've personally, all I've always wanted is more builders, more more creation on Icon, and and um, with BTP, the flagship product going live, it should enable a new wave of um, builders and um, creators. But we need to have the funding to incentivize. It can't just be uh, what are you building on Icon. It it needs to become broader and bigger. Um, Yeah. Okay. I think that's good. Any questions I haven't seen? Uh, I'm scared to click on the link. It then does the infinite matrix windows. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) No, no, no relevant questions here. Um, So also on this,
2: on the CPS note, um, TJ did post, as he said, a less controversial proposal, basically wanted to, um, I guess the main goal I'm reading was quote here, Uh, Main goal for these improvements are to remove barriers of entry for external developers, improve the quality of proposals submitted, and improve the overall user experience for developers, p-reps, and community members. Um, So basically kind of changing some of the user interface aspects. So basically, you know, the header, you know, need to place it to show the treasury balances, and which period is a dashboard to display information to users logged in with the wallet uh requests for proposals so this is technically off-chain but a place for the community to place requests for what types of projects they think the icon ecosystem needs um certainly a nice thing for people you know who maybe have ideas but don't say have the wherewithal to execute them uh be able to just kind of toss them out there and see if someone else wants to pick them up uh and then a few other things he's got about 10 different uh i guess nine different Suggestions here. Um, We'll need to go into all of them right now in detail, but certainly give it give it a look, see, um, and certainly weigh in on the discussion. Um, I think it's nice to you know it's it's a nice uh, step um, toward further you know progressing the CPS uh, in a more helpful way that hopefully can make it easier to use and more practical to use um, and uh, expand its ability to get projects funded.
0: Yeah, No improvement. I I haven't this just came out today. I don't have time to look through it, but you gave me a quick overview. Um much needed. Uh keep keep building it out. Yep, good stuff. Uh what else have we got? Oh, um oh I just I just wiped this in here. I thought this was interesting. Um on the back of protocol owned liquidity that owns implementing the foundation went and said, um you know, should ICON consider something similar? I don't know how this would work, in what way, shape, or form, but um, it was an interesting tease. I don't know if you have thoughts on it, Icon Grapher. Uh,
2: so I, I was about to say, so uh, also on the CPS, so KarmaDAO got approved for CPS funding, um, as did Wonderland. Um, I'm not going to speak out a whole lot on Wonderland. We did talk about it briefly when it first came along. Um, I imagine down the road we'll do uh, interactions with their team to get more sense of that. Uh, yes. Basically another NFT um, gaming platform. Uh, but I'm, as far as Karma DAO is concerned, um, just a few hours ago I did publish a new chapter for the Icon DeFi guide, uh, which I think most of the community is pretty familiar with. Uh, basically dives into um, the... Basically Karma DAO, which is modeled after uh olympus dow and i guess more specifically olympus pro um what it is it really does revolve around this new idea of protocol owned liquidity uh basically allows the actual you know right now protocols essentially you have to rent their liquidity from liquidity providers so you know you or i can go in there and dump some liquidity in there and we get paid with the reward tokens uh but any at any given point we can just decide to leave which is a problem because you know we've kind of seen this play out where with yield farming you know People will, people will have a, a chunk of capital. As soon as no platform launches, they'll dump their liquidity in there. They'll reap the rewards for a few hours. And then as soon as the rewards start to tail off, they'll take their liquidity and go somewhere else. So obviously, you know that has some ramifications. Uh, and so the idea of the protocol being able to actually generate, or I'm sorry, not generate, but own its own liquidity uh, is uh, something that people realize has a lot of upside to it. Um, And there's mechanisms that have been put into place via Olympus Pro and now potentially via Karma DAO on ICON uh, that will allow that to happen. So it'll take a little bit longer to explain, but um, what I would just recommend you do is go and read the actual article. Um, It's not super long, I don't think, but I, as always, I try to write in a way that pretty much anyone can hopefully understand at least someone with a kind of a working grasp of DeFi, uh, which again, I think everyone uh, probably listening has interacted with it in some way, shape or form. Uh, so if you haven't had a chance to read that yet and are curious what Karma DAO is, and if you've heard Olympus, which I probably I imagine you probably have by now, um, it helps ex- kind of explain what that does and, and how um, Karma is modeled after that in the way it could potentially help out uh, some of the protocols like balanced in Ohm and the other ones launching in the near future.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, again, I woke up to the article. I, I actually can't wait to look through it, and um, yeah, so we we did, and especially that we caught up with Karma Dao, and everyone knows I'm so pro it. So um, yeah, looking forward to reading the article. I can wrap up. Um I think no, that was that was the only other thing that came out today that we quickly wanted to cover was. Balanced did uh, put through an update saying that they've identified some bugs in the continuous rewards code and um, they're looking, you know, they're writing, running more tests to increase confidence in the upgrade. So they've just called that out uh, today and uh, yeah, wait a little longer. What does it matter? Rather have it now than on mainnet net something go wrong. So um, given there is a lot of money in the protocol, so Great work for the team, keeping us updated. Um, okay, I think that's that's the news, isn't it? Yeah, I think so.
2: Uh,
0: cool. Okay. Well, I think let's thank you everyone who stayed on. We we had people stay right towards the end. That's great. Um, I'll get we'll get this up episode uploaded as well to all the streaming platforms uh, for everyone who missed it. But as always, um, not financial advice, um, all the same stuff. You know, make sure you invest your own. We're just two guys giving you the latest and greatest across the Icon ecosystem. Um, As always, like, share, subscribe, the usual. Thank you, everyone, for watching. See you. Bye, all.